What is up? What is up? Welcome back to the 3C Podcast. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. It's Monday. You know what that means. We're having another conversation with the Juice team. I got Jonathan back in the fold, and this time we are talking about finding your ideal customer. We don't really know. We're trying to figure out ours right now, but we had some great insight getting together and talking to a special someone last week that helped get the juices flowing, if you will, and we're going to talk about that on this podcast today. So leave you with a little bit of a teaser, but go listen to the episode. If you like what we're doing, hit that subscribe button, leave me a review, tell me how you think I'm doing. I would appreciate that. You can sign up for our wait list. We're launching the beta very, very soon. We want you to get on board. Link is in the show notes, or you can visit thejuicehq.com. But without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. What is up? Welcome back to the show. Jonathan is back. We had Kate on last week, but Jonathan has returned. Jonathan, how was your week off from the podcast? It was great. Uh, you know, it, it did feel like it, we've gotten in a steady rhythm here. It did feel like maybe something was missing from the week, but um, it was awesome getting to listen to Kate jumping on on day two. I think she recorded that. We released it on day five. So excited to uh, maybe build that tradition with others in the company. And uh, it was an exciting week as we onboarded Kate, but also got the entire team together in person for the first time. So it's crazy to think about kind of how long I've been working on this and we've been working on this as a team and just met in person for the first time. So uh, we know how tall everyone is now officially, um, which is really important, you know, just to see their height and not just have them be a floating head on Zoom. But uh, we had a lot of fun together and uh, felt like it was a really big day in terms of building some momentum and some energy to get us to a beta launch and a product launch and uh, go from there. So uh, good week, even though I missed out on the podcast recording. And it wasn't weird, right? Like it wasn't weird or awkward meeting everyone in real life. It was pretty normal. And I think there are a lot of other people, companies probably doing the same thing. And if you want to check out the squad, the small but mighty team that will be growing soon, you can go to Jonathan's LinkedIn page. He he captured a nice little snapshot where my eyes were closed originally. However, modern technology can flip that around and we, we, we've got a pretty good looking crew. We do. Yeah. Eric uh, walked me through the advantages of live photos on the iPhone, which have actually always frustrated me. But now now I guess I get it, which was good. I will say we had one, at least for me personally, one awkward moment. The very first uh, meeting we had was a stand up on Thursday meet morning and the meeting ended and we all just kind of sat there and like looked at each other for a second because I think we're all used to, you know, hunting for that leave meeting button and then you find it and then everyone vanishes into thin air. We just kind of looked at each other and said, well, hey, what, what, what do we do now? I guess we leave. I guess this meeting is over. Let's all physically click the leave meeting button and get up from our seats and leave the room. But uh, it was just it is uh, interesting kind of relearning some of the office uh, etiquette's not the right word, but just it is funny, like kind of getting out of that completely virtual mode that we've all grown into over the last year. Absolutely. And I think just going back to that day. I think the one thing and probably the bulk of the conversation that I want to have with you today was around the meeting we had with Sangram. So there, first of all, I guess, do you want to maybe set the stage on 
Sangram, um, your connection with him and why we, why we were chatting with him when we all got together as a company for the first time? Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, we are very fortunate through the High Alpha Network, the venture studio, the, the juice is being born out of, to have a really intelligent, really valuable uh, network. And especially in the B2B marketing space, you know, the, the High Alpha Venture Studio was born out of uh, the kind of the exact target acquisition and success story um, and some of their related networks. So obviously there's a heavy MarTech influence, heavy B2B MarTech influence in the High Alpha Venture Studio. So we get to lean into some of those relationships they have. Sangram is helping advise our business to a certain degree right now. And uh, we'll have more on that relationship at a later date. But we're really fortunate to get to kind of lean into his experiences at early stage businesses, just like the juice, you know, whether it's Pardot or co-founding Terminus, uh, just a wealth of information. You know, I'm, I'm a big handwritten note guy and I actually have the agenda that I printed for the team. Again, another fun in-person thing, actual printed agenda. And it is just filled with notes. And I think like 90% of them are from uh, his hand, uh, his hour that he had of the day, just so many nuggets of wisdom and just uh, again, so fortunate to be able to learn from him and draw on his experiences and implement some of his learnings and, and some of his experiences into our own journey. Yeah. And I think, you know, when we had been chopping it up about him coming on and helping us out in his role for quite some time, sharing it here, maybe for the first time, my general feeling was excitement. I, you know, I followed him for a long time. You know, I'm a career B2B marketer. Sangram has been in the space making noise, building communities, helping, you know, Terminus grow. And, you know, I viewed him from afar as just like, this is the type of marketer that I think we should all aspire to be, uh, someone that creates valuable content, someone that builds community. So I was excited, one, to just get get the opportunity to listen to him, learn about his perspective on the business, um, and just ask some questions. I think what stood out to me most was something that he said that we're wrestling with at the juice. Like I'm spending time on like company launch for the first time this week. We're active in sales conversations and we're still like being early stage, still trying to figure out exactly like who is our ideal customer? Like who is the person that wants to jump on board at an early stage and join the juice? And I think one thing he he mentioned, he had a conversation with one of our customers and he said, I had this conversation, you need to find more people like her. So I don't know, when, when he was describing that or talking about that, like what was going on in, in your head? Like what, what sort of thoughts were racing just based on that feedback that he had given? What I thought was really interesting about how he was positioning it is he was talking about her, Holly as an individual, like more of her personality, her career girls, very much like her, right? That individual where admittedly, a lot of the work we've done on persona, uh, ICP, buyer persona fit for our business, we have been focused so much on the business, the business size, the team size, the industry they're in. And he, he really, he got down to the individual Holly, right? Like what are her career aspirations? 
uh, how does she succeed in her role, um, which is just a layer of granularity that we hadn't gotten to yet, but it was eye-opening that we need to get to that. He told an anecdote that uh, I really loved. He said at the early days of Pardot, they actually had a cardboard cutout of who they thought their persona was in their office. And they would often turn to that cardboard cutout and ask it questions uh, and then put themselves in uh, that person's shoes to answer those questions. But that's, I mean, I think that just goes to show how literally and how in depth they take that relationship and that partnership uh, with that persona. Um, that's, that's what got my wheel stirring. It's like, all right, like we think we know like business type, you know, team type, t- job title, those sorts of things. And we, we kind of like, we're like, all right, we, we get it. Check that box. But like, I, I think he's really pushing us to go, you know, even in a layer deeper down to that individual level, as opposed to just that brand or company level. So in listening to you describe that, I definitely thought the cardboard cutout was that visual was impactful. Just thinking about that. But in listening to you play it back, I think about the c- career and marketing I've had. And it started with like, let's, put out this stuff and let's create this inbound strategy and try to get as many people as possible into our funnel. And then we can send those people to an SDR and it's the SDR's job to qualify them and spend their time trying to figure out who might be a good fit for our product. So that's, that's like the first part of my career still happens today, right? Inbound isn't dead. People still do inbound marketing successfully. Well, then over the course of time, we've kind of transitioned into this big macro theme, with which is ABM, right? Like, how can we understand segments and target accounts and deliver experiences, whether it's outreach from sales team, custom content, display advertising, whatever, serve it up so it hits people at each of these accounts on a regular basis so that eventually someone puts their hand up and says, okay, I get it. Like, let's talk about what you're doing. Now, I think we're talking about something uh, maybe is the next trend, which is the individual and not thinking about just casting a wide net, not thinking about just accounts, but thinking about people. And I think that's interesting because people, people buy from people I'm not the originator of that. Everyone talks about that, but people are the people on Slack, on Twitter, and you learn and you build relationships with those individuals. And then you see what company they're working for. So as you're describing it, those were kind of the thoughts running through my head, just in terms of my career in B2B marketing and different themes. So could we be on the cusp of this new theme? And that's hey, let's just like talk to people and market to people like they're just individuals or more B2C oriented. Yeah, it is interesting. These are dots I haven't really connected prior to you and I talking about this, but it takes me back to, I I know we do talk a lot about this, but when we started our careers at Exact Target, like one-to-one marketing was the big kind of buzzword, right? Like you're marketing to an individual, right? Digital digital marketing and our new technologies allow us to do that. And to a certain degree, we did that, but it was more uh, one to many. The many was smaller than maybe it had been in the past when you're using traditional media and advertising, but it was still one to many. Account-based marketing becomes a thing. Now you're targeting very specific accounts, but as technology continues to improve, 
um, marketers continue to be more sophisticated. Like we're getting to that almost like user-based marketing, right? I, again, I'm, I'm guessing that's a buzzword somebody else has already trademarked or something along those lines, but uh, really like we are now able to get down to an individual. So even within an account, who's the individual we're marketing to? You're right about people buying from people. I know we've we've talked to a lot of B2B marketers who are echoing that sentiment right now. We've talked to Alice who talks about uh, PX or personal experience, I believe is what they um, call that. And their personal gifting, right? Like we, we continue to get closer and closer to that one-to-one marketing. That's part of what we want to do with our platform, right? Is help build content platforms, content experiences for a single person, a single individual. And so I think there's, there's this convergence of, of technology and marketer sophistication, let's call it, that is empowering those very personal one-to-one experiences. Again, it's, it's pretty common in the B2C space as a consumer, um, and it, it's starting to happen in the B2B space, and it's only a matter of time until it does happen. If you've trademarked user-based mar- marketing and you listen to this podcast, by chance, don't send lawyers on us. We've 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 already been been through that. I, I think I think that's right, and it's fun. Like I I don't know. It's we we li- we just go now. Like we don't really script this thing out at all. We're just talking about it for the first time, and my wheels are spinning. Um, that's for sure. Maybe we we kind of round this conversation off by like talking about we 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 started with. Sangram saying, find more Hollies. Okay. Part of the reason why is because she wants to be able to be smarter, be faster, help her teams share content, which is great. Like that use case is perfect because our platform is going to help facilitate that for more people who want to do what Holly's doing. What, what is your, I know you've been the primary person. We've added Kate to the mix. If you haven't already, everyone go back and listen to the episode with Kate as our first sales team member. But what are you, what are you hearing or picking up on, on like just people in the types of companies or their role in the companies that you think maybe that's not like everyone's lined up to sign a bunch of POs, but like people that you think are a good fit for the platform that we're building. Is there anything about the individual that you, you've observed over the course of you know the last year that maybe is beginning to form thoughts on that person, who they are, and kind of what they're what they're doing or what they're about? First, I would I would be crazy to say we have it figured out. It's all kind of in the spirit of hypothesis and experimentation at this stage. But I, I think we're starting to get a feel for the business that we are a good fit for. And what's interesting is when, when I presented to the board, our board at the uh, start of May, I actually showed them some of the different personas we had in our beta program. And we've got everything like I, I even presented as like small, medium, large type of marketing teams or even businesses. Um, and I, I actually believe that the, the business, and this is where we have to get more specific as a team and get down to the individual level, but we fit, I, I think our platform will serve the medium to large space really, really well. You know, you and I have talked about marketing teams of 10 to 30, let's call it maybe two to three of those people, three to five of those people really focused on content. The marketing team views content as an important and strategic part of their go-to-market strategy. I think content oftentimes, sometimes a brand play, sometimes a demand gen play. 
I think uh, sometimes, unfortunately, it just gets viewed as like copywriting. And I don't think like those are the right businesses for us, right? I think something that leans a little bit more demand gen will be good for us, but uh, not somebody who views content as transactional, as just a lead generating engine, right? They, they view it as a brand um, opportunity, but it is an important part of their go-to-market strategy. So we call it 10 to 30 marketing uh, team members, um, you know, two to five, maybe content team members, a growing business, a scaling business in the SaaS space, sales and marketing space. I think you and I have talked, you know, very, very broadly, let's call it 10 to 50 million uh, in revenue. That's obviously very squishy at this stage, but I think that shows some, they've got product market fit. They're, they're able and willing to invest into content marketing. Uh, and I think that'll make, those are the brands that we'll really thrive with and will thrive on our platform. That said, like like I said, we have customers right now that are everything from a one-person marketing team to a hundred-person marketing team, um, and I think there's use cases for everything in between. Um, and now it's our, our goal to go out and find more Hollies, find the people that we our hypothesis believes that our persona is, and neither prove that out or learn from it and test another hypothesis. That's that's the fun of this stage. Absolutely, and if you are out there and you sound like you could be a Holly. So we're not trying to disqualify you if, you if you work in a company outside of that, but we're what we're doing right now is just trying to hone in and figure out based on the body of work that you know we've participated in over the you know last several months who we think is is the best fit. But we're we're certainly open to uh, conversations, and if we can help you, we we certainly will. Absolutely, we'd be happy to help any Hollies, Henrys, Harveys, Hanks. Henrietta's. Uh, we're willing to have a conversation. That's that's the fun of this stage is we get to learn uh, in every conversation, even even if it's not a customer conversation. Just learning, uh, getting perspective of really smart marketers on what we're building is is the most enjoyable part of my my role right now. And uh, always open to those conversations. So even if you are just curious um, and you're outside of that um, kind of zone that we just defined, more than happy to have a conversation. So I'm wondering when we I sit down to dinner with my my wife and we've baby names has been topic of conversation. I'm gonna I'm gonna float the Henrietta out there tonight and see if she bites. Lots of lots of Henriettas in this era. Totally. Totally. All right. Well, Jonathan, thanks for being back on the pod. Um, everybody, don't hesitate to reach out. And if you're not already, sign up for our newsletter. Link is in. The show notes are on thejuicehq.com. Jonathan, have a great rest of your week. Thank you, you too, Brett. I got to tell you, I am super fired up for this partnership and collaboration with Sangram. Been following him for some time. Can't wait to pull more insights from him. If you like what we're doing, hit that subscribe button. Take care of yourself, take care of others around you, and we'll be back on Friday with another conversation with a content marketer that matters. Take care.